You are listening to an original Tequila Sunset Please podcast recording powered by Anchor FM. For more podcast episodes, please visit Tequila Sunset Please show page on the app that you are currently tuned in on. As you listen, please do not forget to subscribe to our show. And thank you for your support. Enjoy. Hey, 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 what's up, y'all? Y'all already know what time it is. It is Tequila Sunset. Please, time, bitch, pass me the drink. <laughs> but it's like, nah, for real, I just survived my first freaking hurricane. And that shit was crazy. Yes, bitch, I was in Hurricane Ian, but I wasn't in Hurricane Ian. Y'all know it was supposed to hit Tampa, bitch. And thank goodness, by the grace of God, honey, <laughs> that bitch did not come this way. And best believe I did anything and everything I could to make sure it didn't come this way as far as spiritually. Because I was terrified, bitch. I, my first hurricane, I'm just grateful I pray, I'm sorry, you know, for everyone who had so much destruction, uh, for the lives that was lost, for the families who lost loved ones. Um, I'm sorry that that happened to you, my condolences, but I am grateful that I am okay. I'm grateful that my fan, well, my best friend and my roommate was okay. I'm grateful that my belongings are okay. Nothing flooded, nothing cracked, nothing broke, nothing flew through anything. Like, we were definitely grateful. And as you know, it was basically a category, category five by the time it landed, bitch. And that shit was supposed to land in St. Petersburg, which is about 45 minutes away from me. And then it would have hit Clearwater. Well, it would have hit Clearwater, St. Pete, all of that first. And then probably would have took out all three of them causeways. Man, that shit would have been horrible. It would have been horrible because this destruction was horrible. So (sighs) I pray for all those that were affected by Hurricane Ian. And I want to thank God, my ancestors, the universe, my spirit guides, everybody, honey. For me, not being affected by the Hurricane Ian. So, um, yeah, today we're going to talk about a few things. Y'all already know what it is. Tequila Sunset Peace Podcast, where we deliver you the tea, the key, the law. Welcome to Sunset and the please, bitch, which is full of self-love and affirmations, honey. So, we're going to get into this mess, honey. Let's see what we're talking about. So, on top of that bad news, there's more bad news from my hometown in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. There was a shooting at Kennywood. Um, Kennywood is like Six Flags, Bush Gardens, things of that nature, but for Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And um, there was a shooting there. Um, Children were involved. Teenagers were involved. Um, someone I believe was shot in the face that was a teenager. So I just want to pray for the lives that were lost at the Kennywood shooting in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, as well as to those that were affected by the shooting. My city, a lot of people don't know, but it goes the fuck down in Pittsburgh and people like I be meeting people here. Clearly I'm in Tampa. They're like, you're from Pittsburgh. They be like, Oh, that's not, that's not. Not thinking like 
Pittsburgh got a hood. Pittsburgh is with the shits. Pittsburgh got pretty women. Pittsburgh got finance niggas. Like, they don't even know, honey, unless they've been there. Because, you know, media and TV and movies and shit make it seem like there ain't no black people out that bitch. Oh, there's a whole bunch of us and we the fucking shit, okay? But, yeah. Just praying for the families. Um, another guy, um, I didn't know him real well, but he was a big timer in the city. Um, he passed away. He got killed as well. So, shout out to him. His name is Big Meech. He was from Duquesne. So, shout out to him and his family. Um, yeah, honey. I haven't really done about anything, really much of anything this past week um, due to the hurricane. Due to Hurricane Ian. So, I was like fucking terrified. So, I just prepared myself. I just got myself ready, bitch. I fucking... Um, I ordered this, like, wound-up radio that you get, like, I've never seen <laughs> in life. I've really only seen it in the movie, uh, movies. But it was a wound-up radio. Um, You wind it up to charge the radio. It plays the radio. It's a flashlight. And it also is a cell phone charger. So I had that all ready to go, fully charged, and then was winding it up if I need to. I bought a portable fan, bitch. The fan also is a flashlight and um chargers for cell phone chargers. I bought three, like, SOS bright-ass flashlights. Um, <clears throat> I bought a first-aid kit. I bought this other thing. It's called the Life Straw. You can put the straw in any kind of dirty-ass water. And the straw itself is a filter. So you can drink the water. So you won't die of thirst. No matter how dirty the water is, basically. And it kills the germs. And um, you can drink up to 4,000 gallons through this freaking straw. I didn't have to use it, clearly. I didn't even take it out the plastic. But it's good to know that I have it if I need it, bitch. Okay. Um, what else? What else? What else? I don't know. I just made sure I was prepared. Like, I had my gun by my side because I'm like, if this shit start flooding downstairs and motherfuckers start running upstairs trying to, like, come in people's apartments or the electricity did end up going out. So I'm like, um, if people try to come up here, honey, shit's not cool because they will get shot. Like, by any means necessary, I'm not fucking playing. I know what was going to happen. Like, I heard so many horror stories. And then with that being said, me, my best friend, and my neighbor, uh, we are not my neighbor, my roommate. Yes, bitch. I have a roommate now as of last week. Um, basically turned it into an income. Um, I had spare rooms, spare bathrooms. So I was going to Airbnb it out, but end up just renting it out. Um, for a seventh month, seventh, seven month lease. So we'll see how that goes. Um, after the seven month, if she stays or if I choose to, uh, have someone else or if I choose to just turn it into Airbnb. So we'll see how that goes. Just sad note. That's a part of the key. Well, not this key, but of a key that I have talked about in the past. I think if not, it's coming with a foot. <laughs> anyway. But yes, bitch, I got a roommate now, which is nice because I hate being alone. Like, how I'm talking to y'all right now, basically to this microphone, is how I talk to myself. I will have a full-ass conversation with myself, yes, bitch, and be cracking the fuck up, getting shit done, okay? Solving problems, making money, all types of stuff. <laughs> Relieving stress, yes, okay? It is what it is. It is what it is, bitch. 
But anyways, like I was saying, um, yeah, so, um, I have a roommate and so we were like, we had the flashlights that I told you about. I basically gave her a flashlight and gave my best friend a flashlight because I had so many of them. And so, um, it's dark as hell in the apartment complex. I live in an apartment complex and across the way, um, we just happened to just be flashing the light in the apartment. And then I guess the people across the way thought we was playing a game. There was two different apartments that was basically playing SOS game with us. Like, we flashing the light back and forth. They flashing light back and forth. We flashing light back and forth. Like, having a flashlight conversation. But don't nobody know what the fuck is being said. Bitch. Why, like, two hours, maybe three hours later... We basically in bed at this time. It didn't got late. We tired. It's like it's time to go to bed. We hear somebody knocking on my damn front door. I grabbed my gun so fast and jumped up and told my best friend to come with me because he's a man. He's a gay man. He's a well, bisexual man, <laughs> but he's a man at the end of the day. The fuck. And so um, I am. He's. I say bisexual. I, I consider him gay, but he's bisexual because he didn't been up in some pussy. He gonna be mad as hell and told his business real quick. But if you know him, you know him. If you don't, you don't. Oh the fuck! Well, I ain't saying his name. <laughs> but that's my bitch. Okay, my booch, my booch, my booch. So we call each other booch, and I just found out that has something to do with cocaine or something. And we call each other booch because he's my boo and he is my bitch, and I'm his boo and I'm his bitch, and we call each other booch. And I said that. Around on somebody like yesterday day before yesterday and they said you know that's like that has something to do with cocaine i said what never heard of that the fuck but anyways back to the story bitch as you see my mind be everywhere i be everywhere with it I just it'd be everywhere that's a whole nother conversation so these motherfuckers thought it was cool to come knock on my door mind you it was like midnight in the middle of a hurricane electricity is out when it's whirling whirling however you say it twirling whatever the hell making all kinds of noise and we hear this knock at the door bitch i grabbed my gun so fast hey best friend come to the door with me i was like hello they was like yeah hey i said yeah hey who is it they said hey it's your neighbor from across the way with the flashlight and start flashing their light at my door i was like okay how may i help you and then they got quiet, and then I said it again, how may I help you? They were basically wanted to play like we were fucking kids. I'm like, bitch, I don't know y'all. <laughs> and then, if I'm not mistaken, the apartment that they were in is an Airbnb, so y'all don't even live over here. You got me all the way fucked up. And so, I sent them on their merry way. I was going to click-clack the gun so they could hear it, but I didn't. I just was like, nah, we in bed. Go on about your business. <laughs> so yes bitch that happened we was in awe like i don't believe they had the balls to do that like why would they even feel that that was safe for them like you don't know who the hell i, I am or what's going on over here like we could have opened the door snatched them up in this apartment and did anything to them real quick and sent them on their way okay like come on now that's craziness people are crazy as fuck <sighs> anyways what else um so that's pretty much it for the intro not nothing special to talk about besides tragedy that fucking happened but um again i'm happy i made it through i'm grateful and let's get into this tea 
previously I had spoke about Doja Cat. Um and one of my um one of my in one of the episodes of the T probably like two or three episodes ago and I was talking about her bald head and when she cut her hair off and people talking about she was crazy and all of this and lightweight was taking her side. Okay. Well, bitch, I been meaning to tell y'all this, but shit been happening and I feel fucking different about that whole situation because at the end of the day that bitch don't even like being black she does not like her hair if you don't know Doja Cat has 4C coarse hair and she hates her fucking hair she there's many of clips of her speaking on her hair uh how much it's like she's like there was a clip of her like um, I think it's so pointless that I have to get my hair braided and then I have to get it um, a wig installed and then I have to cover it up just to go to sleep or cover it up just to go to the gym and then have to worry about my wig slipping if I'm in the gym because I'm sweating and then I have to worry about my hair looking nappy or coming through the ends or the back of the wig or whatever the fuck bitch yeah she was going in about her coarse forcey hair so fuck her bald ass she cut her beautiful hair off because she don't like it not because uh i mean yeah and it was hard for her to maintain too because she don't know how to maintain it she wasn't ever taught how to maintain it mind you she does have a white mother she only grew up with her white family but that's not uh an excuse bitch you're black you are a black woman so you need to embrace your blackness and embrace your 4c coarse hair nappy is beautiful just as well as loose curls are beautiful come on now the fuck people need to let this texture of hair go like seriously really 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 need to let the texture of somebody's hair go need to let if somebody can't grow their hair that so the fuck what it's not your business you don't know what the fuck they're going through leave their hair alone go on about your business and worry about yourself because more than likely you're going to lose your fucking hair later on in life because the way you treat people who don't do right by their hair or who cannot do right by their hair or who nature isn't doing right by their hair and they have no control over those things okay bitch <laughs> as you can see i'm a little bit sensitive about that subject yes i am so it is what it is anyway let's talk about um I'm late as hell. My notes are late, but I'm catching up. I'm still going to go over everything that I want to talk about and just make a whole bunch of podcasts catching up on shit. Okay, fuck it. So, I want to talk about, I don't know if y'all heard a couple, like a week, like two weeks ago, there was a situation with um, Tiffany Haddish and Ari Spears. Uh, they're both comedians, Tiffany Haddish, um more known than Aerie Spears, even though Aerie Spears has been out way longer than her with his weird-looking ass. Anyway, they're under fire for rude remarks that they both made about Lizzo um, a few weeks prior to this situation happening. Basically, they were talking about Lizzo's weight. And so Lizzo's team was not fucking having it, bitch. They was not playing. And they allegedly, I'll say allegedly, they allegedly dug up um some information <laughs> on Aries Spears and released it.
He said, uh, uh, what he said? He said, I, I only got, this is my man. When I say he my man, he really my man. And then he kisses this man on the mouth. I believe this is when he did that. But, bitch, that shit is crazy. And like I said, that was actually him. But you couldn't, you couldn't hear it. You could, it was literally, he did kiss this man on the mouth right afterwards. Okay. This is an extortion case. Uh, this is a shakedown. Uh, and I didn't need my lawyer to tell me this, to say this, but you know, I'm going to echo her words. We won't be shaken down. Um, and believe me, it's bothering me not to talk about, uh, the skit, um, because Andy and I have been talking about it, and there's some very valid things I feel like I have to say or want to say, uh, but just can't at this time. Um, and I'm no coward. Uh, I'm not running from anything, and I'm not guilty of anything. It's the reason why I won't turn my mentions off on my um, Instagram. It's the reason why, you know, um, you know, I'm not deleting any of my old posts. Um, you know, and I would love to address it head on. Tony Montana, Scarface, balcony scene, shooting a thousand Colombians. Uh, but I can't, and it's paining me to do so because I'm a fighter. I'm not a runner. Uh, and uh, my character's being assassinated. Um, again, I, I, I want to address the skit especially, uh, but I just can't. Uh, there was a woman who hit me up on Instagram, and she wrote me, Hey, Aries, if you need my help regarding the, and she also mentions the person's name who's trying to shake us down. As much as I want to expose that, I won't say her name either. Uh, but she goes, if you need my help regarding the blank situation, have your legal team reach out to me. I've known this person for over 35 years. They're a huge scammer. I can prove it to you. Uh, here's my number. I will be able to assist you. And I will say this. If you you can even dig up the history yourself, but this person has a history of these false accusations, uh, saying that they've been raped. They even once blamed the whole entire San Bernardino Police Department for allegedly uh, fondling her and her children at the same time in the same house. Picture that. An entire police department. Come on, man. And what's killing me is, you know, all the people hit me up at no point there's a little bit of, you know, common sense or red flags or any, you just, whatever, man. People are just running with this. And it didn't help with the Lizzo thing. So, uh, I'm having a bad week. Uh, but it be what it be. And this nigga had so the again, nerve to be trying to cry. Support, love, standing by me. I love y'all back. Uh, now let's have a podcast. Like I said, this nigga had the nerve to be crying. Like, are you serious? And then so Tiffany Haddish made a post saying that she wanted to speak on some things, but she could not because there was a legal action being taken. So therefore, she couldn't say anything at this time. And the thing with Tiffany Haddish and Aerie Spears, we heard him just now say about the skit. Basically, they had a 14-year-old girl, and I believe the girl was supposedly a daughter of Tiffany Haddish um, friends. Um, I'm not sure if the friend was famous or not, but I don't think she is. 
and they wanted to use this little girl in this skit. And once they brought the girl into the studio to perform the skit, along with her brother, it was some things that they wanted her to do that were very inappropriate. And they're so, therefore, um, now they're being charged with child abuse allegations um, against herself, Tiffany Haddish, and against him, um, Ari Spears. So that's why neither one of them say they could really speak on the situation um, that's at hand on at this time because of the legal issues involved. And then um, <clears throat> Ari Spears, like I said, he was getting emotional. And um, there's another recording of him discussing his mother and um, his career. So take a listen, bitch. <laughs> she said that you're still evolving into your prime. And I thought that was interesting that you said it and my mother echoed it. Or better yet, she said it and I you echoed it. Because I just went, yeah. And I'm going to tell you something. As much as I'm nervous as much as I in the back of my mind because I already felt like my career was over before all this uh, I felt I was blackballed and my shit was over but I always said I felt like I was one thing away from the turnaround but now with this I'm almost certain uh, that Tombstone is written but something and maybe this is me being naive maybe this is me being corny but from the day my mother had my back and and groomed me into this thing called showbiz, uh, I believed everything she said. I believed every word. I believed she's the reason why I'm here. So if the woman whose body I came out of says I'm going to be all right, all right? Now you won't cry. Like, I, I think that this is, uh, everybody loves a good comeback story. Well, Tim, be, be ready, because this going to be a <laughs> So, yeah, as you just heard, like I said, um, he was sitting there crying. He wanted people to feel sorry for him. And that was him um, doing, I guess that was his podcast with some white man. I don't shoot him. I'm not sure who, who he is, but whatever. Nobody feels sorry for you, Eric Spears. Nobody feels sorry for you trying to bring your adult tears and being emotional. And you wasn't crying when you said what you said about Lizzo. And you wasn't crying when y'all was sitting there trying to make that little girl basically act like she was performing fellatio using uh i forget what they said it was but she was using some type of instrument or some type of object and basically they wanted this little girl to act like she was giving fellatio and something about her little brother or her brother being involved <clears throat> uh in the situation as well so yeah that's disgusting, and they both need to be punished for that shit. It is what it is. Now, I want to talk about Brandy. Back in 2006, Brandy got into a real bad car accident involving her vehicle and three other vehicles, and it caused a 38-year-old mother of two to die, and Brandy admitted to it. Brandy tells witnesses fatal crash was her fault, January 24th, 2007. Brandy told officers she was driving about 65 miles per hour 
before the crash. Brandy was not injured and she wasn't under the influence of drugs or alcohol at the time of the crash, according to her publicist. Her publicist also states she wishes to publicly express her condolences to the family of the deceased. Norwood faced vehicular manslaughter charges and the four-vehicle crash, which began when her Land Rover struck another car from behind on the Los Angeles freeway. After conducting a thorough investigation through including consulting with some of the top the top accident reconstruction experts in the country, city prosecutors concluded that there was insufficient evidence from which a jury could find Miss Norwood guilty of such a charge beyond doubt in Los Angeles City, says an attorney uh, spokesman, Frank, whatever his name is. Brandy, 28, had been facing up to one year in jail and a $1,000 fine if she was charged, convicted of vehicular manslaughter in the December 30th, 2006 crash. This was from The Witness. She got upset talking about how it was all her fault. She didn't stop. She kept going and saying how she hit the lady, says The Witness. He also added, Brandy walked in front of traffic, crossing in and out of lanes while traffic was going by. People were beeping at her, telling her to get out of the way. You can tell that she was obviously dis disoriented and highly upset. The witness also claims she that he tried to give uh, the historical singer even a dish of some legal advice telling her that she needs to stop admitting guilt. <laughs> like, bitch, shut up. What are you doing? Shut the fuck up. Um, Elsa says, he also counseled her, or counseled her, counseled her, uh, made her feel better, and repeatedly kept telling her it was only an accident. It was an accident. The witness also claims he went over to check on the lady in the Toyota, but there was no pulse, or he couldn't find a pulse. And her name is, I do not want to mess up her beautiful name, so I will spell it. It is A as in apple, W as in water, A as in apple, T as in Tom, E as in Edward, F as in Frank. That is her first name. Her last name is A as in apple, B as in boy, O as in opera, U as in umbrella, D as in dog, I as in indigo, H as in hat, A as in apple, J as in jack. So, may she rest in peace and may her soul rest in peace as well. All right. So, <clears throat> then, eventually, Brandy eventually settled with each of her children, giving them $300,000 apiece. And the husband initially refused, but he did accept an undisclosed amount in 2009. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe that was Brandy's sacrifice. You know, they all got to do some wild shit. And if you pay attention to all the different numbers that I said, all them numbers line up to their little rituals and shit. So, numbers don't lie. And then, to put the cherry on side, bitch. How about 
Did y'all know that Brandy is the reason Romeo from Immature has one eye? So, apparently, back when they were in a group Immature, <clears throat> and they were all children, even Brandy, of course. Brandy wasn't in a group Immature, clearly. Brandy was Brandy. But um, back, back, way back when they were kids, like tiny, tiny kids, and they were in, I think it was House Party 1, and they had the little Chinese boy that was a part of the group. This was before LDB joined the group. They had the little Chinese boy. And then, so, apparently, Brandy did not like this little boy for whatever reason, and she was actually trying to take his little head off, and she had a book in her hand. She went to cock the book back as if she was going to toss that shit at his head. But instead, when she cocked it back, the book went into Romeo's eyeball. And then when she cocked it back forward to throw it, his eyeball literally came out and basically was basically on a book and got tossed with the book type shit. And yeah, this bitch took out Romeo's eye. Like, who knew? That shit is crazy. So... Yeah, Brandy. What the fuck is up, lady? Anyway. Lastly, let's talk about Miss Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Nicki Minaj, Asian Dog, Koyla Ray, and Lakia, bitch. Some beef, some type of beef was going on. Of course, as I said before, my shit is a couple weeks old. So, bitch, this is like two weeks old. So, what I want to talk about. So apparently the girls had a lot to say about Nicki Minaj. There were some tweets, some texts, some some DMs, some messages, some posts, all types of stuff. So Asian Doll had tweeted, Siding with bitches who plan to end you is crazy. Lakia, the rapper, she posts, It's such a thin line between being supportive and dick eating. I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. With crying laugh emojis. <clears throat> Coyle Ray tweets be careful from fake smiles um, and, and then she second tweets the industry is so weird only if you knew half yuck anyways flash it out now then um, someone else had posts um What's she talking about? But I already got some things in mind as far as the weird freaky shit in the industry. Uh, I don't know what that's supposed to say. I'm sorry, y'all. I don't know. There's some shit that somebody posted, and I don't know what the hell I put the notes on wrong. But then, anyway, bitch. Nicki Minaj responded. Basically, they was talking about... Um, it's like you trying to talk shit on Nicki, and you are low, you are mad because she didn't put you on her song... Um, and I, I think that's, that was to Koi Ray because apparently she was supposed to be on, um, another song. Um, you know, her and Nikki already have a song, but there was another song that Nikki did with a bunch of girls. And I guess Koi Ray and all these rest of these girls who had something to say felt a reason, felt a way that they were not on this song. So then Nikki posts... And she tags the girls that are on the song, which is Katie Gat Benz, um, the girl JT, Malibu Mitch, and somebody else. I forget who else. Somebody else is on there. But um, she says, the queen mix. We are on the queen mix while bitches sit back talking shit in group chats. And 
They ask their favorite bloggers to say mean things about us. Meanwhile, pretending not to see them hoes talking slick and bullying the bad guy. With several um, laughing crying emojis. So, who the fuck is she talking about? Where's the group chat? Um, cause I want to know who, like, what, what's, what's happened? What happened? I know this is over and done with probably, but shit, bitch, I want to know what happened. And then Nikki also comes with, um, she says the most dangerous decision in your life you can make is choosing the wrong side. Okay. And then she say, um, yeah, I don't watch superhero movies, evil prospers, for most of the movie, but never wins. The evil stepsisters were um, loving life until they were, until everything they did came out in the dark or some shit. I don't know what the fuck. But um, basically, telling them hoes, bitch, you fucked up. You had your chance, you fucked up, and then you want to sit back and talk shit and be slick? Oh, you really fucked up. Now it's over. I'm going to crush you hoes and, and talk bad about you hoes and let y'all know you're never going to be on my level. So, the fuck? It is what it is. Period. So, yeah, that is that. All about the tea, bitch, for Tequila Sunset, please. So now we're going to get into the key, the big, the money, the queens, the anything that got to do with getting your bag bigger. And in today's key, we're going to talk about um, some more Forex. So let's get into it, bitch. Like I said, we're going to discuss Forex on today's The Key episode. And... As far as Forex, first thing I want to discuss is a trading plan and why it's important. And you may say, well, what is a trading plan? A trading plan is exactly what it's called. A plan for when you are trading, honey. So an example of a trading plan is some things that you want on your trading plan would consist of first, how many and which pairs are you going to trade and during which session? So I personally trade gold versus US dollar as well as pound versus US dollar. And I like to trade the New York session or the London session, which is overnight into the morning. You want to have a, a pip goal or a money goal per trade. So you want to know how much money basically you are looking to make per trade. And then you want to know how many trades are you going to take per day per session. Personally, I take one to two trades per session. And with and uh, like I said, I usually do two sessions per day or one or the other session that I just mentioned, New York and or London session. So you want to have max losses before being out of the market, no matter the amount. So you want to know how many times are you willing to lose per day? Me. Per day, not per session, not per trade. Per day, 
after two losses, I'm out at 5,000. I'm good. I'll see you the next day. I'll, you know, do some journaling or back test or something like that. I may still even watch it. No, no, no. That's 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 a lot. I, I do, but you shouldn't because you can get antsy and then you'll be like, oh, let me get in a trade. So I do not advise you watching. You only pay attention if you're doing your journaling, your back testing or you're doing your charting for the week or for the day and you're actually in a trade. Other than that, leave the market alone. Okay, leave the market alone, honey. You also want to know when to review, when to back test. Um, and you want to do that with your wins and your losses. So I personally would do that over the weekend sometime um, between recording and researching for my podcast, um, charting for the week coming for trading, um, working on other endeavors that I have that I want to put out by the beginning of next year, as well as working my nine to five and so forth and so on. But baby, she's a hustler. She's a hustler. Always have been, always will be. <laughs> Okay, um, so you also want to journal all trades and breakdowns by detail. You want the pair that you're trading. You want the session that you're trading in. You want if it's a win, you want if it's a loss. You want the time that you entered the, the trade. You want the time that you exited the trade. And you want to write down the confluences that you used. Okay, you want to talk about what confluences you used. You want to remind yourself not to over trade. You want to remind yourself not to over leverage and you want to remind yourself not to revenge trade. And we all know what that is. You try and get that money back that you lost, honey. So you keep going, keep going, keep going. And you're over leveraging, trying to flip that little 50 to a hundred dollars you got and trying to make it into uh two thousand dollars real quick overnight and so you're over leveraging and you didn't lost your winnings if you won or you never won because you stayed in drawdown too long and it took your money so you want to keep your losses smaller than your wins that's a no-brainer. Keep your losses smaller than your wins. This is how you become profitable. How do you do that? Practice, practice, practice. Chart, chart, chart. Back test, back test, back test. Journal, journal, journal. And how do you journal? You just screenshot your charting. That's basically just screenshot, 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 save to your files on your personal computer or laptop, whatever you use. If you do it on your phone, you can screenshot and just save to your photos and open and make a folder under your photos or an album dedicated to your trading journal. That's it. It's that easy. Um, you want to withdraw regularly once you start making that money and enjoying it and seeing you want to know that you are actually making some money and seeing some profit. So you want to withdraw. You want to withdraw at least three times a week. If you're making that money, don't let that money just keep sitting in there and building and building because there's a chance it can get gone, gone too. You can lose that shit. You want to enjoy the fruits of your labor. So please withdraw your winnings. 
And also have a plan with your money. Like once you start studying, you get good at Forex, honey, or just stock market trading or option trading, whatever you choose to do. What do you want to invest that money in? You want to make that money, make more money. Me personally, when my shit get right, I'm going to invest in properties, things of that nature. So you too, you should invest in properties, make your money, make more money. Take a fucking trip if you need a vacation. Go on a shopping spree, bitch. Splurge. Do what you want with your money. Make yourself feel good. Make sure you see what you are working and studying hard for and stressing yourself out for. Make sure you, you you know get that money and enjoy it. So if you're disciplined and you follow this plan, you will be just fine. Um, if you follow the plan without deviation, any deviation can and will result in the loss of profits. So, swing you, baby. Make sure you have a trading plan. Also, seeing consistent wins on, um, oh, sorry, that's not a part of that one. So now I'm going to move to, um, demo trading versus live trading. Demo trading versus live trading. So basically, you will start your demo account and you want to have the same amount in your demo account that you would have in your real live trading account. You want to take the same setups in your demo account that you would take on a live trading account. Try to experience what kind of drawdown you're comfortable with. Uh, if possible, you want to use um, an amount to gauge whether you need to improve on your entries or or uh, or not. And basically a drawdown is um, you have to go into the negatives before you go into the positives. And it really don't matter how good you are. You're going to see some type of negative before you see a positive. So you want to control that amount because if you're leveraging too high and you're you're um, entering too fast or whatever, you can lose your money before you gain money and you can potentially lose all your money in a drawdown if you don't know what you're doing. So you want to be very careful. You want to try different lot sizes to see what kind of drawdown you'd be at and what fills or what fees uh, you or you have with your broker. And different brokers have different fees. Different lot sizes have different fees. And higher the higher the lot, the higher the fee. So you want to keep that in mind as well. You would uh, find out what the fees are with your personal broker, whoever you choose to use. Um, I like Nash Markets and I also like Hanko Trade. So there you go. Um, let's see. Only test the different lots, but do not make them your normal lots because it will be unrealistic when you go live. So only test different lots, but don't do that shit when you go live because you're going to lose all your money. So when you're in demo, like I said, you can test the leveraging, change the how much money or whatever you want to put in there. But when you're going live, don't do that. Try not to over leverage. Test out only catching a certain amount of pips per setup. 
So when you're in a demo, you want to just try to see if you can get 15 pips in, in one setup or 30 pips in one setup or even 10 pips in one setup, whatever. Um, and that's if you're a scalper. If you are not a scalper and you're like day trading, then a lot of this will not apply to you because you'll just let that shit go. You'll set it and forget it and keep on going about your business. And then check it a day or so later because you will have trust in your setup and in your trading plan and when you entered and things of that nature. So most of this right here is for scalping. Um, my mouth is so dry and I don't have nothing to drink in here. I know y'all can hear it like she sound like a man. <laughs> anyway. I only trade demo to get a feel of everything that I just mentioned and then go live. But do not do demo more than 30 days um, because there is a psychological um, thing behind it as well. So you can, even if you still want to keep your demo account after 30 days, I advise you to have a live account and place live trades and practice on a demo account. Um, on the side or use the demo account place the trade and if you can do the same thing on the live trade but using the demo as an example to see okay is it a good entry or not so that if you do it on demo you will see before doing live like oh shit okay well at least i did on demo i entered too soon i fucked up but i didn't lose no real money you know if that makes any sense um, so like I said, um, demo sucks because there is no actual emotion in it. There is no actual fear of loss. There is no actual fear of losing money. There's no actual FOMO, fear of missing out. Um, but all of that is the direct opposite for live trading. Also seeing constant wins on demo does build your confidence when you go live. So but again, you don't want to overdo it with the demo. And again, you want to start with at least, I'll say $100, but no more than $200 because you don't know what's going to happen. But again, you don't want to place a trade if you're not confident in yourself. And if you don't have your confluences, at least I say four of them lined up to meet your to match your trade. Also, you never want to trade with any money that you cannot afford to lose. So if you can't afford to lose $100, bitch, you better start with $20, start with $25, start with $30, start what you can. But um, just make sure you're ready to go in and focus on that demo. And even on demo, start with $20, $25, $50 on demo. If that's all you know that you're going to be able to start with when you go live, didn't do that it's that simple all right so last but not least when it comes to this forex get money thing today i want to talk about the five fairs of trading so there are five fairs of trading five fairs of trading number one fear of being wrong Losses are a part of being a trader. Everyone loses, you know, everyone loses. Every once in a while, someone has lost. Even the fucking top traders in the world then lost, bitch. So wins um, are part of the game and so are loses. But make sure your wins 
are greater than your losses. And that's a big fear. They're fearful of their losses being greater than their wins. So then that comes with the fear of losing money. The fear of losing money basically comes with the territory. Trading is 50-50. You risk big, and so therefore you can win big, but you can also lose big. FOMO, the fear of missing out, that deals with impulse, impulsive trading, which I have that issue. I can't admit to that. I deal with impulsive trading. Um, chasing setups, um, that's no good. And um, not sticking to the trend line. If there's a trend, you should stick to that trend, whether it's bullish. If it's bullish, that means it's going up everything or buys. Then you should be taking buys. If it's bearish, then that thing that means things are going down and you should only be looking for buys. The fear of leaving money on the table. So, again, stick to your rules. Follow your confluences. Uh, the money will always be there. The market repeats itself. So your setups will definitely come back around. The market is surrounded and ran with the bank's money. So these millionaires upon millionaires upon millionaires that are regular ass people that are making all this money from Forex, their little bit of ass money is nothing compared to the trillions of dollars that's in Forex. That's why so many people are being rich and becoming rich from Forex. As long as you take the time to learn it, to study it, and put your effort and dedication in it. It's, it's, I bought a course. I believe I said it before. Like I said, I bought a course. And therefore, you have to... It's like being in college. You have to take it serious. And you got to be dedicated to it. The course that I bought was like probably like between 15 to 1700 dollars sure the fuck was so it's worth it and it's you know it depends on you and how well you learn how well you can teach yourself because you're not going to have a physical teacher depending on what type of course you choose i personally am able to speak with my mentor but you know whatever so the fair leaving money on the table um like I said, the market always repeats itself, so your setup will definitely come back around. Last but not least, the fear of never succeeding as a trader. Trading, trading is not for the weak. It's not for the emotional. Um, it is an emotional roller coaster, and it's not for the scary. It's only for the brave. <laughs> honey and you got to be willing to take risk if you're not willing to take risk and you're not willing to lose some money trading is not for you so that does it for today's the key baby the money the coin that part was very educational like i said stay tuned for what we have coming we got big things coming for the key as well as the please section of tequila sunset please but right now, it's time to sit back, relax, and get wet because it's welcome to sunset, baby, where things get drippy and we ain't talking about clothes. <laughs>